You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and it is holiday week. And I am sure that you are insanely busy right now running around trying to get all of your last minute gifts purchased, trying to wrap up things at work and getting ready to hopefully unplug and really enjoy the holidays with your family. I was listening to one of my absolute favorite mentors from afar, Mel Robbins, who is the author of The Five Second Rule. She's also uh, she's also done some really incredible audible audiobooks that are not available in print that I absolutely love. Take Control of Your Life is really good. It's like going to therapy with Mel Robbins and how to deal with situations in life. And she also has the Mel Robbins podcast. And I get her her weekly emails as her podcast episodes drop. And this past week, it the title was The One Thing That You Need to Be Doing This Week. And as I was listening to, or as I was reading through that email, I was like, well, the one thing Thing, and I could tell it was nothing. The one thing you're supposed to do is nothing. And I started listening to the podcast episode uh, this morning, which is the morning that I'm recording this podcast. And I started to just think about what would nothing look like in my business. And maybe you're like me. I'm a Enneagram three. I am a high achiever. I really have a hard time with slowing down, putting on the brakes, resting, and taking time off. And even though I desperately want to take time off. It's it's it is a challenge. It's actually more work for me to slow down than it is for me just to keep going. And I have been saying to myself at least for the past 6 weeks, I need a break. I need a break. I need a break. I need a vacation. I've been working really hard. I just launched my leadership mastermind for 2023. I'm wrapping up the end of a leadership mastermind where we just announced yesterday that we're hosting a webinar the 28th of December for anybody. And that includes all of you that are listening right now. If you feel like you need a fresh start in your direct sales business, I know I'm sidebarring. I'll get back to this do nothing in a minute. But if you're saying I will be ready in 2023 to go hard, I really want to recommit to my direct sales business and I need to know how to do it. If you're listening to this podcast and that is you or you know you have people in your organization that would benefit, uh, that you can invite them. I'll put the link in the show notes to this free event. And it's it's a free webinar. You can come at noon. We'll be live. You can come at 7 p.m. We'll also be live. And you can learn from Katie and I. We're really going to walk you through our framework for really creating a successful direct sales business. And we titled it How to Triple Your Direct Sales Income in 90 Days because it's no fluff. It's This is what you need to do in order to really triple your income. So anyways, there's a lot going on here and I am wrapping up things with my own direct sales business for the year. I am getting things excited and and ready to roll for 2023 on my chic influencer side of business. Yesterday, we just met and finalized our projections of where we're going and the big vision of what we want. And it's exciting, 
but it's also exhausting. And I know that if I keep running at the rate that I am, I will eventually burn out. And one of the things that one of my mentors told me years and years ago was, you know, Melanie, you are no good to your organization, to your business, if you're not creative, if you aren't creating new ideas, if you aren't out front leading. And you can't do that when you're burned out. And he said, how are you? Like, how are you really? And that was so powerful for me. Those words, when he said, how are you really? It gave me permission to say, I'm hanging on by a thread or I'm not doing good. And when I, when he gave me that permission and we had that conversation, I was able to begin to walk through what does it look like? To have this healthy balance between running incredibly hard and resting incredibly intentionally. And I started to create this healthy CEO mindset for myself that I have been working on for truly the past nine years of my direct sales career. And so I want to just share with you a little bit of advice about how to really handle the next week and a half as we navigate through the end of the year and the holiday season. I do want to encourage you to take some time to rest. And for Enneagram 3s, we we need to plan the rest. I have been thinking about what days I'm going to sleep in. And this is just my personality type. I plan everything. I have been thinking about what days I want to sleep in. I've been thinking about what days I don't want to work. I've been thinking about what what things I want to reflect on over the week between Christmas and New Year's. And so I've planned it. I know exactly what days I am going to be more unplugged, what days I'm going to really rest, what days I'm not taking calls, what days that I am that I'm really spending quality time with my family and then I also have a day between Christmas and New Year's that's my office day. It's the day that I'll get in and get organized and plan for the new year. I have my workouts planned even while I'm off next week and I have time for me to work on my vision. I have time for me to work on my goals and I have time to literally do nothing. There is a lot of white space which means I haven't filled up the calendar and Our natural tendency is to fill it up. It's to keep running. It is to keep moving forward at all costs. And I will tell you that that is just a recipe for disaster. The worst thing we can do is go into January of this next year already feeling as though we have no gas left in the tank. The most important thing you can do over the next week and a half is yes, close your month out strong, whatever that means, but do it intentionally, very intentionally. Don't make it that you're burning yourself out or starting to resent the business. But I also want you to reflect, and we are going to talk about that today. What does it look like? Because I can't tell you how many leaders are haven't even thought about their year so far. They haven't reflected on their year. They haven't reflected on what's gone well and what hasn't. So we need to take that moment and do that. And the last thing is we need to go into 2023 really incredibly strong. So those are the things I want you to do. When are you going to rest? When are you going to reflect? When are you going to do some planning? How can you make sure that you show up the very first week of January and you walk back into the virtual doors of your business and you feel alive? You feel reinvigorated and rejuvenated. And we need that. The world needs you. Your organization, your customers, they need you to be ready to roll in the new year. 
So what's the first thing that we need to do? I I cover this in my in my leadership mastermind. I cover this in my own leadership groups. And this is something I personally do. This is something we just taught our chic influencer community to do. And that is create a vision. And there was a woman who is in one of my masterminds who who said, you know, I really struggle with creating a vision board. She said, because every year I create a vision board and nothing happens and I don't, it doesn't motivate me. The vision doesn't actually motivate me to get to where I want to go. And I thought that was incredibly valuable feedback and it made me really sit down and say, okay, I think we're not taking the power of vision seriously. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, do you take vision seriously? When you sit down to create your vision board or create your vision worksheet, or if you have the Direct Sales Unwrite Planner, the very first page of the planner on the back of the front cover is your personal success statement and your your vision. And I don't know about you, but if you don't take the vision seriously, it's really going to hinder your ability to move forward. And let me explain what that means. So people need to be led. We need to be led. We need to be pulled by something that is bigger than us. And so when you sit back and you just take a moment, and I don't want you to think about the how I'm going to get there. I don't want you to think about all the what ifs. I don't want you to think about all the things you failed at in the past, the things that didn't work out the way that you wanted them to. But for right now, in this moment, I just want you to say, if I could do anything, what would it be? And again, I want you to refrain from saying, but how? I don't see how that's possible. I just want you to say, what if? What if I could achieve this vision? What would it be? So I want you to take out a sheet of notebook paper or get out your journal. And I want you just to say, what if? If I could achieve anything, what would I want to achieve? And some of those things on there are focused on just the next 12 months. Some of those things might be focused in the next 24 months or the next three years or next five years. But right now, it's just I want you to think about where you are going and just free flow, right? And we're not thinking about how we're getting there. We're just thinking about what we want, okay? The second part of that is when you're thinking about this vision and what you want, We're just, again, we're going to write it all out. And then the second thing we're going to ask ourselves is, is this meaningful to me? So when we are superficial in crafting our vision, what tends to happen is we start to look around us and we start to say, oh, Katie put a cabin in the woods overlooking a lake on her vision board. So I'm going to put a cabin in the woods overlooking a lake on my vision board. Have you guys seen that reel that is going around about the army pants, right? It's that reel where so-and-so bought army pants and something else. And so I did it too. And it's this whole concept of we just copy what other people are doing. But that's that doesn't make your vision meaningful to you. If you're the kind of person that says, I actually hate nature. I don't do nature at all then putting a cabin in the woods overlooking a lake would mean nothing. It wouldn't motivate you. You wouldn't jump out of bed in the morning and say, I can't wait to buy that cabin in the woods that's overlooking a lake. But you may say, I dream of having a beachfront property where every morning I can walk the beach and listen to podcasts and read personal development and watch the waves, you know, as I sip my coffee on the patio. And that may excite you. 
And so when we are crafting our vision, we need to make sure that our vision is actually meaningful to the things that we want in life. And I also think about the vision too, is when you're crafting this meaningful vision, again, you're not looking around. A lot of times when we're crafting our vision, we also look at what our uplines are doing. We look at the trajectory of the business that they've created. I need to be this rank. I need to walk across stage. I need to achieve this accolade. I should go on this rewards trip. But if you're, for example, an introverted person, a rewards trip may not that may not even excite you. And so you might see your team or surrounding people going on this rewards trip and you might be thinking to yourself, I could care less about going to a beach with a bunch of strangers. I would rather take that money and take my family on a vacation, just the four of us. Then that should go on your vision. Also, same thing with rank. So many people put, I'm gonna be this specific rank on my vision board, yet they don't know what it means. You don't know how your life is going to be different because you accomplished it. So over the next week and a half, how about if we do a little bit of digging? What does it mean to be that specific rank? When it, What does it mean in terms of what's the income level that I can expect once I get there? What are the rewards I'm going to get? What are the benefits and the features of achieving that goal? And then you beginning to think about what is the work I'm going to need to do to get there? is And then are, are you ready to do that work? Are you willing to do that work? Is that something that you say, I'm up for the challenge? Because again, we put these numbers and these ranks on our vision boards, but we don't know what it means. We don't know how our life is going to be different. And we have absolutely no idea how we're going to get there or what the steps actually look like. So part of you understanding your what your vision is for the next year and why you want to be on stage with other leaders is also having an understanding of what it means to get there, who you're going to become in the process. That should get you excited. But vision should also include your personal relationships too. When you visualize your, your life in the next 18 months, the next 24 months, you're also visualizing your relationships. How do you want to spend your days? Do you want to, in 18 months from now, not have to go into work to do your full-time job? Do you visualize being able to wake up at home every day and work from your kitchen table? Do you visualize traveling around the world in an RV, homeschooling your kids and seeing the world and working your business virtually? Do you visualize standing on stages and speaking to large audiences? Write that down and write out why it matters to you. If you want to do date night every week with your spouse, write it down. Write down what you want. It has to have meaning to you. And it doesn't matter if your vision is Insta-worthy or it's pretty or if it's something that your upline would approve of because at the end of the day, this is your business. And I respect whatever goals you have put in place for your business. So it has to be meaningful. That's really the second thing. And the most important thing is your vision needs to be meaningful. The third thing is your vision has to actually call you to action. We have to be willing to actually sacrifice our comfort a little bit in order to take action. So for example, if I if I have been easily signing up three new customers every single month in my business and I put on my vision board, I just want to maintain my business. I just want to keep signing up three new customers. I just want to make the same amount of money. I just want to do the same things that I did this year. It's sure, sure, you can you can do that. 
but that might not be really exciting. So maybe a way to look at that is to say, okay, if you're happy and you're satisfied, because I want to make sure I don't swing too far to the, we always need to be achieving, we're never good enough, and we always need to be doing more. Maybe it's not adding more services to your plate. Maybe it isn't necessarily more, but maybe it's better quality. So I really want you to think is my, if I want to set the same goals that I set for myself in 2022, because I liked the way I felt, I liked the way that my, my balance was, I liked who I was inside my job and outside my job. Maybe you say to yourself, all right, but how can I deliver a better quality of service? So I'll give you a good example here at Chic Influencer. As we're going through 2023, it is not the year of more. It is not the year of more. This is actually the year of better quality and going deeper. And so we took things off of the docket for the next year, but we're measuring our success by going deeper, by impacting more people, by our customer service improving, by our testimonials increasing, by the results that we're helping people get. Because in turn, what does that do? We already have customers, but how do we make sure that we serve them so well that they never want to leave? How do you make sure that you serve your customers and your team members so well that they continue to thrive? Doesn't mean that you aren't always going to be searching for new people because indirect sales, that is the name of the game. But how maybe do you, instead of saying, I'm going to keep adding more systems, more processes, more things to do, more groups to run more parties to host. How about if you just say, I'm going to get really good at these specific things. I'm going to get so good that I'm increasing my closing rate. I'm increasing the number of leaders that I'm growing. I'm recruiting, but I'm really focused on, am I just going through the motions or am I delivering an excellent service? That's where I want you to focus on. So how do you make sure that your vision for you isn't so small It isn't exactly the same, but it's challenging you in some way. For me, challenging myself is slowing down. Challenging for me is not adding more to the plate. It's actually saying, how do I keep getting better at what I'm already doing? So for you, is your vision so small and so stagnant that it doesn't excite you? If your vision is is going to stay similar to what it was last year. How do we make sure it's a better version of what you've already done? And if you are the kind of person that is a dream big, go big, go home. This is my year for massive growth. What does that look like? Because again, if it doesn't propel you you to jump out of bed and do the work, it is never going to carry you into the new year. All right. The fourth thing is, and this is key, we don't connect our vision with our actions. We don't actually connect our vision to our goals. And this is the part about the story I was telling you at the beginning with the person I mentor. And she said, my my vision board just never really meant anything to me. I never took action on it. And as we started talking, it was truly because her vision was over here on the left and her goals were over here on the right and none of them ever matched. Or she looked at her, her vision board and her goals in January and then never looked at it again just get lost in the weeds of all of the things. And I don't want us to get lost in the weeds of all of the things. I want us, as we're reflecting over the next week and a half, as you build the vision, what are the goals that go with the vision? 
What are the goals? What are the things that you're going to work on over the next 12 months that are going to support you getting to the vision? Are there certain things on that vision board that you want to do by July? Are there certain things that you want to do in the first three months of the year? Are there certain things that will, that will happen by the end of the year? Let's go ahead and start writing out our goals in the SMART format. They need to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. You should write your goals so that if I were reading them, I would know exactly how to measure them. And then once you write your goal, underneath of that goal, I want you to write out all the action steps that you need to take either daily, weekly, or monthly in order to get to that goal. Daily, weekly, or monthly. What are the action steps that I need to take in order to get there? So that really allows you to say, I've got a vision. I have my goals. I feel very confident in the direction that I am going that is going to help me get there. So I do believe that a lot of times our vision boards just hang out and they look pretty and they aren't connected to the goals. And I also think that people spend a heck of a lot of time at the end of the year making up their goal sheets and then never looking at them again. So how are we going to change that this year? Well, we're going to make sure that our goals are front and center, whether you are you are going to put them inside of your direct sales done right planner. You are going to then have it as a spreadsheet, maybe on your computer that you can update weekly. Maybe it's printing off your goals and sticking them on the pin board or the wall of your office. Maybe it's the screensaver of your phone. But if we keep doing the same things that we've done in previous years, and that is miss our goals and feel defeated at the end of the year. If we look back and say, I really want that, it needs to be front and center all the time. Front and center all the time. The only way we will achieve the goal that we want to get to is if it is front and center all of the time. So yes, I want you to take some time to relax and enjoy the holiday. But I also want you to take a step back and really create a crystal clear vision of where you're going next year. I want you to make your own personal goals before you think about how do I serve my team and what do they need to do? And let me make a vision board or party and a goal setting class for my downline. I know you guys as leaders, you want to create, you want to serve. But if you aren't clear on where you are going, you can't dictate or lead your team on where they should be going. And I haven't done vision or goal setting for my team yet because I know that I need to do it myself first. And then I will teach it because when I am clear, I am clear for them too. So yes, this is the time where you are present with your family, where you enjoy the blessings that you have been given, where you surround yourself with the people that you love and you do things together. But this is also a time where you say, what do I want? What do I want for next year? How's my life and business going to be different? because of the actions I take. When you begin to take that power and understand that you're in control, you're in control of what goes on your calendar, you're in control of what you say yes to, you're in control of what you say no to. When you take on that power and you understand that, that is when your business starts to grow. So my friends, I want you to do your vision board. I want you to take some time to work on your goals. And then I will drop, I'll link a podcast episode that I did last year about how to share your vision with your team. I want you to make sure that before you step into January 1st of the new year, you've shared your vision with your team. 
They know where you're going. They know why they're going there. And they're excited about where they're going to. Because at the end of the day, we do this business to make an income, to make an impact. People want to be led and we need to lead them well. And that first starts with leading ourselves. We're never too busy to make sure that our head is in the right place and our heart is aligned to where we want to go. And it feels empowering and good. When something feels off, you got to ask questions. All right, my friends, I hope you have the merriest, merriest Christmas, a happy holidays and a wonderful new year. I will be back with one more episode in 2022. It'll be our final episode. It's hard to believe. It's kind of weird to say it'll be the last episode of 2022, but it's been an honor and a pleasure for me to continue serving you here on the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And if you love today's episode, if it helped you get some clarity, around your vision and your goals, please screenshot this episode. Tag me on Instagram. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was. I love to hear from you. And if you will head over to iTunes, leave me a rating and review. I love to know how the podcast impacts your life, your business, and helps set you up for future success. All right, friends, have a great day. And I will see you back here next week for another episode.